According to NewJersey.com, the man who remains anonymous pending an investigation allegedly walked on roofs and tried breaking into several homes Saturday. Little information was provided during a press release Sunday from the Attorney General's office, which investigates any death that happens during an encounter with police or while in police custody. The man was taken to St. Joseph's Medical Center, where he was pronounced dead at 6.22 p.m. Sunday evening. Now on to our weather update. Today, we're expecting thunderstorms at the high of 72 degrees and a low of 60 degrees with a 70% chance of rain and winds of up to 6 miles per hour. We're also expecting a humidity level of 85% during the day and 89% at night. Thank you, Panos. That, you never fail to amaze me with your newscast, Panos. Trent, please tell us the sports world. Well, New York football teams rejoice. Both, that's right, both the Giants and the Jets got their first wins of the season, both by means of overtime victory. Nationally, the game of the week lived up to its title, pitting Tom Brady and Bill Belichick against each other for the first time ever. In a game for the ages, the Buccaneers pulled it out, making Tom Brady the fourth quarterback to beat every team in the NFL. For Montclair State, They lost their first conference game this past Saturday, playing the 14th-ranked team in the country in Salisbury. Quarterback Jaquil Birch struggled early and often, throwing four interceptions en route to a 27-7 final. The Red Hawks look to next week as they face TCNJ in the homecoming game this Saturday at Sprague Field. Thank you, Trent. That, that's a big day for New York. It makes me very happy. I see you very happy about your shirt, too. Yep. You got to rep, rep them the day after they win. You just got to rep them in general. Well, yeah. So Thank you. It's going to make you feel really cathartic, Trent, because guess what? The Eagles lost again. Oh, I know. Oh, that's fantastic. Kansas, no, City, Kansas City pulled out the dub. It was it a was good a Sunday. Close, though. It was a rare Sunday where I was able to kick back, enjoy it. Oh, I don't get those Sundays. Yeah. Well unfortunately i just i have to hear about it the next day and you don't even mention the eagles even though i'm the only one who watches the eagles yeah you know you're in you're in north jersey now none of the south jersey news up but here pork roll is so delicious okay we're done we're gonna move on That's to our stories i i gotta keep to a schedule here people i know <laughs> mike please tell us our first story today. our first story of the day is that the virus uh surge hits new england despite high vaccination rates even though they have the highest rates of vaccination in the country, the Delta variant is hitting hard the most. Uh, the Delta variant is hitting New England the hardest, as in the New England states. Uh, hospitals across the region have completely packed intensive care units and staff shortages, while public officials plead with unvaccinated to get vaccinated. Even though parts of New England are seeing uh, record case counts, hospitalizations, and deaths that rival pre-vaccine peaks, largely among the unvaccinated, the region hasn't seen the impact of the Delta variant wave uh, as bad as the other as other parts of the country. According to the statistics uh, from the Associated Press, the five states with the highest percentage of fully vaccinated population are all in New England. Despite the relatively high vaccine rates, uh, the U.S. as a whole is averaging just about 55%. Uh, Dr. Gretchen uh, Volpe, uh, uh, an infectious disease specialist at the 48-bed York Hospital in Maine, so the Delta surge has made it harder to find care for patients who need more assistance. Dr. Volpe said, quote, the physicians who are transferring people have commented to me that they keep having to go farther and call more places to achieve that goal. 
On Friday, the United States crossed the threshold for 700,000 deaths from COVID-19. The death, uh, the the deaths during the Delta surge have been unre- unre- unrelenting. In hotspots in the South, New England has been uh, at the other end of the spectrum, but the region is still coping uh, with some of the surge that has ravaged other parts of the country. Thank you, Mike. Now, please tell us our second top story. Second top? Is that a thing? Second top? It's the, it's the second place. It's like number two. It's the, part- it's it's the, the Eagles. Trophy. It's the Eagles. It's the part- you know what? We're not going to do this right now, Kenny. <laughs> I will, I will go on a rant about pork roll and pineapple on pizza as long as I can. I like pineapple on pizza. Okay, okay. sorry. Trends, it's the second trends. story. Let's just go. Trent's cool. Um, response time question in Southern California on oil spill. An estimated 126,000 gallons of oil leaked into the water on the coast of California and some washed up on the shores of Orange County. It was caused by a suspected leak in an underwater pipeline that fouled the sands oil of framed Hurlington Beach and could keep the beaches there closed for weeks or longer. Some residents, business owners, environmentalists questioned whether the authorities reacted fast enough to contain the oil spill, which was one of the largest oil spills in recent Californian history. But it wasn't until Saturday afternoon that the Coast Guard said an oil slick had been spotted in a un and a unified command established to respond, and it took until sun, uh, Saturday night for the company that operates the pipeline believed responsible for the leak to shut down operations. Huntington Beach Mary, uh, Mayor Kim Carr said the beaches of the community nicknamed Surf City could remain closed for weeks or even months. The oils created a miles-wide sheen in the ocean, washed ashore in silky black uh and sticky black I, globules globules it's globules globules kenny that's a five dollar word <laughs> it's it's seven in the morning and you want me to do a five dollar word i do speaking of money our next story also has to do with it thirty thousand dollars and not five this story a former roman catholic pastor but he stole thirty thousand dollars from his pennsylvania parish money which he spent on a beach house on the new jersey shore and men with whom he had sexual relationships Monsignor Joseph McLoon pleaded guilty Thursday to misdemeanor theft charges and was sentenced to five years probation, the first nine months of which he will complete under house arrest. He's also going to have to perform community service. McLoon initially was accused of stealing nearly $100,000 from the St. Joseph Parish in Downington, but he eventually reached a plea deal with Chester County prosecutors. He has been on administrative leave since his resignation from St. Joseph in 2018. Prosecutors said McLoon diverted funds into secret accounts and misappropriated fees charged to parishioners while also doubling the amount he collected as a stipend for each mass, wedding, and funeral. They said he used the money to pay to pad his salary and for a beach house that was aforementioned in Ocean City in New Jersey, as well as for the men he was dating. As for our story in Montclair, New Jersey, for the day, we have got a story about the women's rights march that happened saturday in was front of new york? what was that was that new york or in montclair it was in montclair oh, wow. there, there was one in new york as well but right yeah okay sorry continue <laughs> sorry in front of hundreds of women and allies the new jersey women's march for reproductive rights held in montclair montclairian marjorie nefield grayson shares her grandmother's story in the 1920s that she had performed a self-abortion she said that quote i don't remember my grandmother who died when i was one and i don't recall 
my exact reaction to learning of this other than admiration of strength for the woman I knew only through the outside takes of her life. Of course, I never thought I would have to deal with the need for an abortion, but I certainly knew that safe, legal abortions could be necessary for all sorts of reasons. Grayson said that in 1992, at the age of 40, and expecting her second child, she had to make the decision to end her pregnancy after her doctor told her the childbirth was not going to be easy, or she may not even survive the pregnancy. She's able to do so the next day at an abortion clinic in New Jersey. She said that she was the last one leaving the clinic, but she, she was further along in her pregnancy, and after that long day, she went back home to her daughter, whose hugs helped her overcome the awful day. She said she recovered, but she lost two additional pregnancies. The March, township and state leaders took up the stage to share their support for people like Marjorie and other support for more comprehensive reproductive rights for women, not only in New Jersey and Montclair, but in across the nation, such as, as we all know, Texas. That is going to move, that is going to cover our four top stories for the day. We're going to take a quick break here on the morning buzz. We'll be right back with comedian John Poveromo. Please stay tuned. Are you eating a yogurt while you're driving? You need both hands on the wheel. I need to get the most important meal of the day. Mom, since when do you have a TikTok? How are you making a TikTok renegade. while you're driving? Renegade. You're driving with your knees. Renegade, renegade. <laughs> Welcome to the show, John. I gave you a whole paragraph there and you just didn't hear it because I accidentally had myself on mute. I <laughs> <laughs> the entire thing oh shit it was great it was great we were hyping you up uh thank you i appreciate it <laughs> anyway Thanks for having me on guys yeah anytime so what were your first reactions upon hearing of jim brewer canceling shows over covid vaccine requirements well uh first i had no idea he had gotten uh his phd in uh virology and everything i, I had no idea he went to school for that no i mean it, it was it's just ridiculous because he is you know it's one of those situations where he's a still a, a big enough name where I feel like I expect more, you know what I mean, from people like that and people in that position, because he is, let's be honest, he's the safest he can be when he's out there performing. He's still, he's doing theaters. Basically, he was supposed to do the Wellmont, I believe, which, you know, I mean, there's nobody safer in that situation than a Jim Brewer. So for him to go out there and say, you know, he's refusing to play places that require a vaccine um, passport uh, is just basically saying, like, I don't care if my audience gets sick <laughs> because I'm fine, you know? So that seems very cowardly to me. Um, and I'm just kind of surprised that he went ahead and did it because, I mean, you know, he's basically goat boy. So the fact that anybody remembers who he is at this point uh, is, I think, uh, fortunate and he should be you know, uh, considered lucky for that kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of shocked because it seems unnecessary, but it also seems like a, a, you know, just a way to get, um, you know, money and dumb people and attention and stuff like that. And it was, it's kind of a bummer. I, I will agree with you. Uh, I will agree with you, John. I do think that is a bummer, but, uh, at least for the Wellmont theater brewer would have been far safer than anyone else in the building. He would have had mm. been far enough away from the stage by himself that he would have like no problems with the audience. Right. And he would have been one of the ones uh, putting them. They would have been the ones putting themselves in danger. How do you think that reflects on Brewer himself? 
Um, I think it's, I think it just shows that it's about the bottom line for him, um, which is odd because I know, you know, I won't speak too much on it, but his wife has a lot of um, health issues, which is also surprising that he would want to even risk being around or in an environment where he could possibly pass that onto his wife. It does, none of it makes any, any real sense. And I think it just kind of goes to show you that a lot of it is theater for these, for these people and these comedians and stuff like that, who, um, talk about freedom and, you know, uh, that it's a fake virus. It's not, it's like the flu and all the other stuff. It's really just about the bottom line. It's about making money for them. And it, and it's on, it's on a couple levels too, because these are the people who have the ability to set an example and, and it's not going to cost them anything. This guy can play theaters that are, that are requiring Vax passports. This guy can do any of that stuff with great ease. It's the, you know, um, comics and, and performers and musicians and everything like myself who, you know, have to be out on the road and have to do these clubs. Um, and it's, it's much harder for us. And we kind of look to people who have been relatively famous and around for that much longer to set these examples, because if they don't do it, then it's easier for clubs and stuff like that to abuse us. And it's, and it's just a shame. I mean, I've, I've taken a personal risk, I think, to say that I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to perform at places that are going to put my audience in danger that are going to put me in danger. And I think it's, it's, it's a good thing to set an example and to show that, you know, we can kind of demand, you know, safety um, for even for smaller venues and, and clubs and stuff like that. Something that I've been wondering about since I heard about this was what, and you briefly touched on this just for a second, that the fact that he has such a big platform is it's more problematic. Where are the dangers of celebrities denouncing the vaccine or even other things, as opposed to someone who just doesn't have that level of notoriety? What if it's just a small time comic? Yeah, I think it just winds up, you know, uh, I think it winds up hurting their their audience more than anything else because they're the unvaccinated are the ones that are populating the, the hospitals. They're the ones that are, um, you know, inevitably getting sick and passing it on. And the longer the thing that I don't understand or why people can't seem to grasp is uh, the longer that there are people that are unvaccinated and they're going about it like it's not a big deal is the longer we're going to stay in this. You know, the, the unvaccinated are the ones that create the variants. Um, and it, then there's the ones that are most likely to spread it. So for, you know, people who are in a position where they can really kind of dictate, because here's the thing, I think, unfortunately, and I'm not usually this type of person, but I think capitalism is actually going to be one going to be a thing that winds up kind of helping in this situation because the businesses that adapt and evolve, especially the ones that did it in the beginning are the ones that are going to thrive. You know, it's not like, after things open back up and we started getting vaccines and stuff, um, you know, the businesses that adapted were like, all right, that's it. Shut down the outdoor seating. We're no longer doing curbside. You know, they were like, this is great. Like our businesses expanded. We, we wound up, you know, uh, giving our customers more and they're the ones that are thriving. And the ones that didn't are the ones that are shutting down. It's going to be the same case. I think over time, you know, with these entertainers or, or bigger performers who, um, you know, decide to put the public in danger for their own bottom line. Yeah. And it's temporary. Much. It's not going to be, you know, um, it's not like they're going to be, they're going to have an audience, much of an audience left after this. That is, that is true. And speak following up on that. How does this, how do you think this decision by Brewer 
affects his fans? Do you think they'll have it'll have an impact on people who attend his shows in the future? Um, I I would hope. I mean, I I think there's already been a bit of a pushback, but it it's it's hard to say because he's appealing to a very baseline group of people. You know what I mean? Like they already have fear. They're already filled with conspiracy. Um, he's he's basically decided which audience he's going for. And I don't know that there's any real way to change their minds. Um, it's just sad to see because we really need everybody for a change to pull together as a group. You know, I mean, this was only a politicized issue because of Trump. And that seems to have carried over into every other aspect of life where this is, it's not a, it's not a politics thing. It's really not. It's a public health emergency. And in, and if you understand public health and you know what a public health emergency entails, like this, you can't just walk down the street and decide to give somebody something that could potentially kill them. And it's, and it's one of those, you know, I mean, look at the way people reacted to the AIDS epidemic. You know what I mean? A thing that you couldn't even, you know, get by sneezing or breathing on somebody or, or through, or through the same means, uh, you know, they were, they were freaking out about that kind of stuff back in the day, like taking unnecessary precautions over that. And this, they're just like, this is legitimately killing people. What is it like over 900 K so far that have died. And they're just like, yeah, no, we want to go to the Fuddruckers. You know, (laughs) you're just like, I don't think that's a good idea. It's so it's weird. It's crazy to me that it's something that it's become kind of so not accepted, but widespread in a way that there's more than just like 12 people or something being like, oh, yeah, no, it's it is genuinely millions of people, which is shocking to me. And look at the article from earlier, only 55 percent. Yeah, only 55 percent. That's shocking. That's just about half the country. And that's shocking to me. Because I imagine not only on the public health level, but financially, that is making places like the Wellmont have a lot of problems. I can only assume that they probably took a hit as a result of Jim Brewer dropping out. How much do you think? I don't think I don't think they took oh, a really? hit. I mean, Louis, really? Louis Black is, yeah, I mean, Louis Black is going to be there. And Louis Black's a significantly better and, and I think bigger comic. Um, you know, I think there's enough entertainers that are doing this kind of thing. Like the Counting Crows recently put out a statement a few months ago saying the same thing that, you know, um, you got to get a COVID test and you have to be vaccinated if you want to go to the shows and they're crushing it and they're doing a, a ton of tour dates and all the other stuff. Um, I think the mountain goats said the same thing. Another band, um, Patton Oswalt's doing the only vac shows. I mean, there's a, there's a, a significant amount. It just surprised me. I guess it shouldn't have how um, literally every news outlet in New Jersey seemed to pick up on Brewer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. New Je- like first of all, he's not even really a New Jersey comic, by the way. He happens to live in New Jersey. He's not from New Jersey. Um, but they picked up on it quickly, which I think says more about... Um, I think it's know, because it was the Wellmont. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, it was because it was, it was the Wellmont. But um, I mean, they picked up on it in a way that was, you know... Uh, not that they were necessarily for him. Like, look at NJ1015, which is a conservative radio station to begin with anyway, right? Um, and it, it was, they, they snagged that immediately and then put their own two cents into it, basically saying they agree with the same, you know, with Brewer and, you know, that they believe he's being brave and stuff like that. I think NJ.com picked up on it. I mean, it was un, an unnecessary amount of coverage 
to just cover a moron, you know, not doing the right thing um, and not having anybody really contest it. And that's the only reason why I felt like, hey, you know what? No one's speaking out. I lived in New Jersey for years and uh, and I've been doing stand up for 16 years and, you know, I tour across the country and I felt like, you know, this isn't this guy, even though he's getting a lot of press, is this isn't the only thought out there, isn't the only opinion on it. Um, and it was kind of annoying because it's like, you know, he can afford to dictate whatever he wants. He doesn't need to go this route. He doesn't need to be this ignorant about it. It's not affecting him. If he wants to play the Wellmont and other theaters that are requiring backs, he could even sway, uh, you know, a, a smaller comedy club or a business. I think he just did the stress factory in New Brunswick, which unfortunately I'm assuming I have to assume now, unless, unless Brewer's a hypocrite and he's performing at a place that's requiring vaccinations. Uh, and no one's covering it that I assume the stress factor is the same way and they're not requiring anybody, uh, you know, get vaccinated or they're not requiring their staff to wear masks or do you have capacity? It's a shame. It is a shame. And this, this next question we actually didn't have planned. It's just our sportscaster. He asked me a great question that he wants mm. to ask you, Trent, Trent please. please. Hey, hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Love- Good. Thank you. I'd love to get your take on, why you think or if you think the internet is contributing at all to people not getting vaccinated mm-hmm. kind of like um well yeah. oh no no yeah go ahead no just sorry it is, it, you're right head. you're right it is there, there is a large con- well here's the thing about the internet i mean you know we're all way more aware of each other than we need to be um at this point and uh it is a huge contributing factor. And I think YouTube just announced they're uh, taking down any videos um, that are, you know, that give out misinformation about vaccines or, you know, try to try to, um, I think, put any doubt in anybody's mind about the safety of vaccines, which is great. I think that's the, you know, they should be doing that kind of stuff because um, it doesn't, I don't think, I don't think freedom comes at a cost of, you know, uh, your own public safety or your own public health. When I think when it, there's a certain point, like a Joe Rogan guy, like I like Joe, uh, I met him, a uh, nice guy, you know, decent comic or whatever. His show is interesting for the most part. But as soon as you go from, you know, uh, casually talking about a topic to just putting out information that isn't true, that it's causing people in the country, in your community to get sick, to not be, you know, healthy, then, then you're no longer just an entertainer. Then you're no longer just a podcaster. Um, you know, you have millions of followers and a responsibility, uh, to the community. And I think this is the same way. And the internet does contribute to it. I mean, you know, it allows the internet allows everybody to find their little pocket group. Cause it used to be, if you had a dumb opinion, you know, you, just had you were the you thought you were the only one who had that dumb opinion and you were publicly shamed now you get to go online and go oh there's there's a facebook group with 30 people in it that agree with me you know what i mean and and then you get to just you know you don't have to you don't have to actually think rationally anymore so yeah it's a huge problem but i think you know these platforms are you know for uh better or worse are trying at this point to clean it up and to fix it but you know there's always so much too late or not yeah, it could be too late at this point. It could be a tipping point. You know, I feel like it's hard to get dragged back into society by morons, but that's what it feels like now. Um, you know, I mean, we're never going to be able to do a lockdown again. Um, 
you know, because it barely worked. We never really did a lockdown the last time. If we did a lockdown, we wouldn't be in the position we're in now. Um, but, you know, New Jersey didn't want to do it. And, uh, you know, Murphy's got, Murphy's been doing a good job, but he's got, let's face it, he's got a, uh, an election coming up. So it's not like he's going to, you know, demand Vax passports for entertainment venues and clubs. It's up to the entertainment venues and the clubs. And it's up to the entertainers to set an example. Yeah, speaking, And I think yeah. they can. Speaking of the entertainers, what have you been doing for shows recently that have has been different from other comics? And I heard that you broke a record back in January for oh. a live streamed event. Mm-hmm. Like, what have you been doing differently? Yeah, so um, I, that's, that's the thing that I, I really do find. If you're looking for a silver lining during the pandemic and stuff, there's, a, there's definitely a bunch, you know. Um, basically, you know, the venues that are, you know, um, kind of not paying people enough or, or you know, um, arguing over Vax passports and other stuff, they wound up closing down for the most part. They didn't survive, but the ones, but we did, you know, the entertainers did, the workers did, the same people who went out and figured out a way to, to you know, make money without, unless they let, not in a traditional sense, you know, kind of survive through this. And the comedians did it in a way where we built this stuff. You know, we, I went and bought mics, cameras, um, and all that other stuff. And, uh, for one of the things we did was we put together a charity event, um, that broke a world record. We did 93 hours. We did it for the children's brain tumor foundation and for star treatments, which takes kids to and from their treatment centers for cancer, uh, like they're rock stars, which is just amazing. And, um, but it was just one of those awesome things I got to co-produce and host. Um, and I just called in a lot of favors from a lot of different, you know, uh, comedians. We had over like 300 comedians come on and um, they were only supposed to stay for like a little bit for their time slot, but it wound up being so cathartic that people and everybody had the link to jump on that it was just this giant backstage hang at some point. So everybody was popping on at all hours uh, just to see how we were doing, how much money we had raised, all the other stuff. So that was phenomenal. Um, and then I also put together my own podcast um, called Dystopia Tonight. And, uh, which is, you know, been crazy because I got to, you know, speak to people like Ed Asner, um, did actually one of his last interviews, which is crazy. Um, and Everclear and, uh, we got, uh, the guitarist from third eye blind coming on and, uh, John Cleese will be coming on Dana Carvey. Um, it's just, it's just been crazy, but I've, I was like, I just want to talk to interesting people during this time. Um, and, and then, you know, wound up moving past that. Well, I would like to say that's you're doing probably what is a lot of people are doing, but you're doing it in an innovative way, as you said earlier, with businesses trying to find new ways to do things. And who knows? Yeah. So this might become the standard. Right. But what yeah, we you, did Zoom shows and stuff, but it was, you know, um, hopefully those don't last too long, much longer. Yeah. I, <laughs> we did what we had to do for that kind of a stuff, but, you know, I've read many like, an interview that, uh, it, t- it takes you guys out of the feeling because of, you know, yeah. you don't really have that audience reaction right away. Right. And the thing is, look, New York clubs are uh, all comedy clubs in New York are requiring Vax passports, um, you know, and you can do it. It can be done here. I did a charity gig recently um, for the YMCA. They wanted to do it indoors initially. And I was like, the Delta variant spreading. I'm not comfortable doing it if you want. And I was basically just very honest about it. But I was like, you know, you want me to do it? I'd be happy to do it. But if you do, I need it to be, uh, I need people to be vaccinated and I need to be outdoors in a tent. And they did it. 
you know, they didn't have to, you know, they didn't have to stick with me, but they, they agreed. They felt it was necessary. And, you know, I feel like if I didn't say anything, yeah, it would have been just indoors. Yeah, and I think but, you can make those adjustments. Right. So following up on that, what do you think the safest way is to start bringing like back in-person entertainment again? And is it even the time to do so? Um, yeah, I think you can do it. I think you can do it if, uh, uh, the, the best way to do it is if you can do it outside, that's great. But in the winter, same thing. I think the best way to do it is we need vaccine passports. Um, we need people to understand that if you don't, you know, get this vaccination, then you don't get to be among other civilized society. And, you know, that's basically it. If you don't get it, you're basically just telling people that you don't care. You know what I mean? You're willing to spread this disease, uh, you know, this virus, this disease or whatever, and you don't care about anybody else's health. And vaccine passports seem to be the way to go. It's unfortunate. It's not something that I think, you know, I ever would have thought had to be implemented. But the fact of the matter is, is that people just don't get it, you know, and, and we have to uh, accommodate, unfortunately, for the dumb. And that's that's just it. Yeah. What do you say to those that are hesitant right now? It depends on why they're hesitant. If they're hesitant because they believe that Bill Gates is putting a chip in them, you know, there's really nothing while they walk around with an Apple iPhone, um, you know, and a, and a Alexa in their house and Google in their car and all their stuff, then there's nothing you can really say to those people. Um, if they're up, oh, Alexa, stop. See, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I was like, who's like, that? Hold on real quick. Let me, let me jump in here. Um, yeah, there's a, but for like people who are hesitant because they're not sure what to do, just, you know, do, do as much research as you can, you know, um, talk to your friends who have gotten it. Think about it this way. There's what, three point something billion people that have gotten vaccinated. There's no vaccinated people in the hospital. There's nobody, nobody, nobody vaccinated, you know, has gotten a shot and then died because of it. Um, you know, and it's, and, it, and it's very, 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 very extreme. Like the percentage is extremely rare that you have a reaction to it. I understand people who, there's some people who obviously, you know, they're, they have a known allergic reaction to certain things. They can't get stuff done. I feel for those people, but the majority of the people in the country, in the world, you know, there's country, there's, there's countries who like are dying to get vaccinated. Like literally, like they're like, they don't like, they hear that the U.S. has like excess vaccinations that we're just tossing out basically and they're like uh send that stuff over here you know we'll take it um but um yeah i mean you know just do your research think about it that way thank you john for coming on to our show we really appreciate it and thanks for having me the guys. fact that you've been continuing your comedy in a such a difficult time especially because that's when people need to laugh the most yeah, I appreciate it. And I hope you guys come out to a show. I'd love to come out to, uh, I don't know what they're doing over in Montclair, if you guys are still having comedians out there, but I'd love to do it. I'll be looking up tour dates. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank Thanks, you again, guys. John. And yep, we're, take uh, care. we're going to cut to a quick break. The Montclairian is an award-winning student-run news organization at Montclair State. Right now, we are publishing our articles routinely online, and you can check out our website at themontclarian.org. Um, if you're interested you in writing for us, we have five yeah, written sections. Which... Hey, hey, hey. Listen, what about the hoopla from the hoopla? Ooh, I think Trent hoopla. wins. I think Trent wins. Oh, I, dude, that's got, hoopla. I might actually put that in now, like genuinely. I might. You got to put them both now. 
You can't just put in one of the other. Oh, that's true. Oh, all right. I'll probably hoopla, put in a wig flare, but then you have to add the hoopla. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about the McRib. Woo! So the McRib is coming back November 1st. Whoa. That is, Mike, I hear that you like the McRib a lot. No, I, who told you that? Because when I told you we're talking about this, you went, oh, I like the McRib. <laughs> I never had the McRib in my entire life. You never told me this. I got this at two in the morning. You just said you never had it. Yeah, yeah, I, when did we You're ever talk about this, Kenny? Circles, about Mike, a minute a ago. Tangled web I, we no, weave. I said, I generally said cool, and I never said I had it. I don't know what oh, you're I'm talking making things about. Up. This is not the Black Widow thing again. What's the Black Widow thing? From last week. Oh, God. oh yes. This is literally, I never said that I had the McRib. I don't know, you're just man. putting words in my mouth, Kenny, and I don't, I don't appreciate well, it. Well, would you like to have the McRib? Yeah, not really. Me neither. I don't trust. McDonald's. Is there bone in it to be like that's? Oh yeah, question. that's my concern. I believe it is boneless. It is boneless. I have never seasoned bone boneless pork, barbecue sauce, onions, and pickles on a hoagie style bun. Hmm. Interesting. I have never had a McRib. My father it's thoroughly enjoys a big a, a McRib. However, when it was not back, as it is coming back currently. I would always go to Wendy's or any drive-thru for that matter that was not McDonald's and specifically ask for a McRib. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> the the reaction from the um, employee who did not get paid enough to deal with that never really disappointed. So it's going to be kind of upsetting to not be able to do that anymore because it's still in. Like the joke is better when it's not even on the McDonald's menu. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It, it's coming back for its 40th anniversary. It was started in Kansas City, Kansas, 40 years ago. Wow. Mm. That, that's, that's older than almost, that is twice as old as me. Yeah. Wow. Hence the reason I've never had a McRib before. Because it's that I'm old? I'm not 40, Kenny. Have you had? Um, I've never had a McRib either. I don't even know if they brought it back, but uh, do you watch... Do we have to make an announcement? No, just, we'll get to that. We'll okay. get to it. Um, does anyone here watch Rick and Morty? Yes, Szechuan sauce. Yes, I know what you're the Szechuan about. sauce. Have right. you had it? No. Did they bring it back? They did for like a few weeks, and then they. I've never had the Szechuan sauce either. They Probably. have to. Yeah, I I kind of wish that I jumped on that. Have you had it? Yes, Panos. Oh, Panos. my bad. No, I've never had it before. No, uh, Panos, yeah. come on. I'm, I'm my not, God. No, I'm just not like Panos. Yes. Panos. 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 Why? Sauce? I don't know. Come like, on, this is dude. ridiculous. <laughs> I've never. No, I've never had the BTS meal either. No, not the BTS meal. Panos. Szechuan sauce. What Why? have you had? See, here at ninety point three WMS, we like to make fun of our newscasters <laughs> as much as possible. Like well, genuinely, so Panos, come on! Not even the BTS meal. No, unacceptable. <laughs> Panos, I'm, I'm not one to hop on trends. That's just not me. That's fair. Who That's says it's my... a trend? It is a trend. It is a trend. But Panos. Like, what if it's a really delicious trend? It's chicken McNuggets. No, I don't care if it's a delicious trend. I want to be original. It's so like what? Travis so Scott what? Burger. So what do you order? I wish I got the Travis Scott burger. I never <laughs> I, got it. I mean, it's a bacon burger. You can make it at all. Do you eat I fast so. food, Panos? Do I eat fast food? Yeah, but Five Guys is my go-to. Hey. All right, what's your Five okay, Guys? Okay, Five order? Guys isn't fast food. It's what? somewhat fast food. It's quick service. There you go. Is there so, a difference? In other words, there is a difference. Food. Quick so like service. And quick check is technically quick service. Yes. But fast food is like McDonald's. Chipotle is quick service. 
pinch or uh, I didn't even know there was a difference. I thought it was there was a difference. All right, all right. It's all not right. fast so food. What is your go-to order at a fast slash quick food service? Usually, restaurant. like with Five Guys, I'll get like a maybe like a double bacon thing with mm. like lettuce, tomato, pickles, grilled onions, because grilled onions are where it's at. Grilled like, onions hey. make everything in life better. No, but literally. I do not. Dude, you're missing out. No. Mushrooms have their place in life and in food. Panos, you've you've redeemed oh. yourself. That sounds like a good sandwich. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> if I didn't spend $98 yesterday on a jacket, I would totally go to Five Guys right now. Yeah, I I, I would go right what now. Kind of in the morning, I'd get that exact like a order. Denim jacket, but it was from Kohl's. What's so your, I got it on sale? What's your guys' favorite fast food places? And uh, I want to say this is not an advertisement. <laughs> No, it's not. No, no, not no. whatsoever. This is, this is literally um, our personal strictly opinions. opinionated speaking, yes. and it's gonna get a- a- heated. I so, all right, all right, all right. Fast I a, food. I have a hot take for an answer. Fast food or quick service? Because apparently there's fast a dis- food fast food. Can we do both? If I said fast food, pro- if I said quick guys. service, I would have meant it. Fine, can, you can do both. Thank you. So we can do both now. You go. So Panos is trying. Why do I have to go second? Because Panos I can't think chalked right now. in, I'm still locked upset it in. Over wait, wait, it's five Panos guys your favorite. The BTS meal. Yeah, especially because they're generous with their fries. That's that like no, that's very, very true. Yeah, yeah. That's the best they're very generous. No, like true. they're very generous compared to Burger King because like the the but large fries at Bur- I mean, yeah, like you pay more for fries I think at Burger King than you do at Five Guys. And that's also true. No, and the large fries there are basically the burger like, at Five Guys is very expensive though. So like, like I mean, it's you, a, it, I mean the fries kind of compensate for that in my opinion. It so. really does. Especially it, the well, you have to get fries for free. it to be worth it. Yeah, is my thing. Yeah. All right, Mike, you're up. I'm What's up. your um? Okay, so down in South Jersey, my favorite quick service slash fast food restaurant is Wawa. Oh yes, Wawa is fantastic. Wawa is so fantastic. good. My go-to Wawa meal. I get a mashed potato bowl. I wow. get three chicken strips. I throw some barbecue sauce, some onions, a little bit, some like salsa on there. And then I just, and sometimes if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling spicy, some sweet peppers and I shake it all together. And it, it wouldn't you be had spicy me. if it was sweet peppers. You had me. That's, that's hilarious. Yes. I, you had I me what I said. at mashed potatoes and then you lost me at salsa and peppers. Yeah. I have a weird sense of taste, uh, but my go-to, you do. my go-to like quick service up here would probably be uh, since we're on campus, Jersey Mike's uh, Chipotle chicken cheesesteak. It's different every time. Actually from Jersey Mike's, even on campus, the chicken bacon ranch is very good. See, here is my um, favorite fast food slash quick service place of all time. Uh, you know what? I want to say this one thing, but I feel like very. Re- oh, no, no, I got it. I got it. Kenny's got a controversial opinion. He said that no one heard him. No, I know. I, I heard him, which is why I'm going now and not waiting for the end. Of course, we want we want to shun Kenny. So it's has really anyone good. here had Banana King? I've heard of it. What on earth is that? Banana King is a quick service burger place in Clifton and Patterson, I believe. You can get it on Uber Eats to the campus if you so choose. It is my absolute favorite burger that I myself do not make. Hmm. I'm very picky with my burgers. I have an entire process if I'm going to give it a number where it has to meet this criteria to meet a good score. <laughs> and 
Banana King is the best non restaurant, but honestly, it might beat and Banana King burgers have beat any restaurant burger that I have ever eaten. And this, your this is opinion. not a in ad, my opinion non advertised. Yes, and your no, no, opinion. I'm just very passionate in my opinion of Banana King. Go if you want, but like I have to go now. Yeah, I'm, I'm like intrigued. it is you so delicious. I look at the website. Just, this is a Latin fast food restaurant. Yes, wow. it serves is burgers. You know what? It's in- not at all what you expect, but it is so good. And they also have not an ad, just how I feel. Very delicious milkshakes. Unbelievable. Oh, fries so crispy, milkshake. like crispy fries crispy that fries? are soft on the inside. Oh goaded. <laughs> Banana King is goaded, top tier. I'm really regretting not eating breakfast this morning. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Real quick side point. Um, yeah, I gotta go to Banana King now. It's yeah, so good. Real quick side point. This is not a burger place, but it's called Rut's Hut. It is- oh, we talked about this last week. Yes. Or you talked about it. I've I heard of this from my... I need to go again. I haven't gone since pre-pandemic. I miss that it's place. It's very good. It's very good. My, wrestling my personal opinion, about Rut's once Hut. again, Kenny's personal opinion, we're not add... saying that you should go. Is it... But is it a I'm hot gonna... dog place? Do I have that yes, right? Yes. It is Here's my place. question. Uh-oh. How long are the wieners? And like, <laughs> are... <laughs> and I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> to don't. It's fine. Yeah, We're talking about hot dogs. So yeah. It's fine. That's, that's what I thought. Hot dog wieners, you know? That's my question. Because I can't trust one time... <laughs> One time. Unacceptable! I, <laughs> it's one too late time, now. <laughs> I had a hot dog that was like a foot long and I couldn't handle it. You too big. Hand, you couldn't wasn't handle the delicious. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't <laughs> delicious at all. I mean, to be fair, which Kenny, this is this is another sound we should have. The to be oh, fair God. is from letter, letter Kenny. Yes. Yes. So to be fair, I am not a fan of foot long hot dogs either. No. I think I can't that's handle just it. too much hot dog. And like Annabella said last week, I think it was when we were talking about hot dogs. Yes, we were talking about hot dogs last week. <laughs> they take off 36 minutes of your life, I think, yes. every time you eat them. Yes. but I wonder I, if that's like an hour. I've taken long. a year off of my life by strictly eating hot dogs. You probably take it off more. Think about probably it. more. Pro- I just yeah, had a hot dog more. last night. So, <laughs> but Last night in the I, fall? I have an uncle that eats six hot dogs for breakfast. No Your way. Your uncle sounds like a man, like the man, bro. My uncle is the man. It's what is his longer. name? <laughs> his name is Roman. Uncle uh, Roman. Uncle Roman eats six talk dogs a day. Uncle Roman for, Horn. No, 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 no. He eats it for breakfast. He has Just, more throughout the day. <laughs> uncle Roman Horn has six hot dogs last name's for not breakfast. Horn. <laughs> What's his last name? Bockington. Wow. That That's is the last name yeah, that, that eats hot a, dogs yeah, for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kenny, what is your... Hot take on the best fast food quick service meal. Can we get a drum roll? Before I do that, I want to. I've, I added this one to sound effect in the other day because I found it. I don't know what Ooh. it is. I'm just going to play it real quick. All right. This yeah, is a like mystery sound bad. effect it's right now. Bad. Dorn. <laughs> Dorn. <laughs> That's it. The Dorn. title of it just says Dorn. I was like, I wonder what that is. Play it again. Dorn. Oh, is in like darn? I guess so. I guess so. Dorn. 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 I think it's isn't Dorn like a um like a location in some kind of Dorn? I don't know. Maybe The Witcher. I'm thinking like which by the no 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 no. It's in Game of Thrones. Oh, there you go. Dorn, right? No. What is that? 
don't know. We'll we'll talk about nerd stuff in a bit. Kenny, yeah. what's your favorite restaurant? Oh yeah, I'd love to hear you guys talk about nerd stuff in a, in a little bit. Oh yeah, well, we're gonna talk about. I, <laughs> I already, looked up, I looked already... up Dorn, and what I found was a was Michael Dorn, a six foot three actor who who worked in Star Trek. That's probably it. That's probably it. White Castle. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Uh, this is very very controversial. But White Castle is so delicious, and so, and people hate it or love it. I, th- I thought you guys no were gonna scream at me. That's it. Oh no! Oh, there it is. No! Panos! Panos! Why? Guys have no taste. Panos, I'm gonna have to ask White you to Castle. leave the studio. It's been a Panos, great morning fired. with you, but excuse you. No, excuse you, Panos. Panos. No, excuse you for having bad taste. Frankly, Panos, um, I'm appalled and my morning is ruined. Have you never seen the classic movie, Harold and Kumar go to White, White Castle? Castle? I literally have not. With Neil Patrick Harris. What? The NPH? Yeah. Yes, he's in it. He's Dude, in he that movie? Yeah. Dude, Barney has, Stinson? Yeah, he's great. Wow. He's great in the movie. He steals the show. I believe Incredible. it. He does everything he's in. He really what does. an unbelievable actor but, what an unbelievable eating establishment I, this is not an advertisement i'm gonna add thing. a sound effect that says this is not an advertisement yeah yes this is not an advertisement by the way and i know i said before we were just talking about our very restaurants. We're like this is kenny's opinion and panos thinks it's wrong i don't understand panos how. is wrong opinions however can still be wrong however they just said did white they just cast say opinions can still be wrong uh, panos basically said ding dong your opinion is wrong i, I like saying that that's fine. so um, that's exactly what he say, said i heard him i will say white castle is more of a is a slider joint it is not a burger joint yeah it does there need to be a distinction yes there does there, because there does you can eat five sliders but you can't eat five burgers listen this Fair. is, this is gonna can sound I, real bad it's one of my life goals you guys to, heard to kill a crave, a crave case? case yes yes yes, yes. we yes. order a crave case every year on the super bowl What's a crave case? It's 30, 30. sliders. Ooh. 30. Can I tell a funny story about that, actually? Of course you can. I do not know who this was. It was like a friend of my dad's or his son or something. I think that was actually it. A friend of my dad's son was at his college orientation a few years ago. And um, everyone was telling like what they did over the summer. And one person said how they had like traveled to um a third world country and like made and like built houses or something like made serious change for good and then um this guy goes up and he just says yeah i I ate a full crave case by myself (laughs) and then after (laughs) and then after uh they were like dismissed everyone went up to this dude and was like whoa whoa you ate a full crave case that's crazy how'd you do that oh my god what was it like <laughs> it, it's about five pounds of food i've done the math really i yeah, i can do it i've tried twice i, I, I i've eaten a lot of white cows in my life my record is 23 wow imagine the it's the bread out. it's the bread that fills you up well my friend he tells me the onions are supposed to be very bad for your stomach and well, he that's says, what he smells, says, but it's yeah, also, also what tastes it, so good. It is. He says, you got to get them without onions. I'm like, I'm not a cheater. No. That's, that's cheating. That's no. cheating. It is cheating. He says, you can also get without ketchup. Do you get it with too. No. I'm like, that's nothing. Gee, that's the whole thing. I'm like, I'm like, piece, otherwise, it's just, yeah. I'm like, besides the fact that that's not the right taste, that's yeah. just cheating. No, yeah. Do you get it with cheese? Of course I do. Yeah. Oh, there's another clip we should add to the board. Another? The, yeah, from us. Uh tip my tongue it's with uh zach braff he was a nurse yes yeah, scrubs the scrubs. greatest show of all yes, time yes yes yes, yes. I have there's, a friend. there's a, there's a not, doctor this is not a joke i have a friend who has watched scrubs 
at least 100 times. Wow. I um, respect that. I'm I, up there with it's Letter my Kenny. favorite show, second to Parks and Rec. Oh, Ron Swanson's the man. But um, we should add the clip of, I forget the name, the doctor's name, but he's like the, the jerk doctor. Dr. Cox. Cox. <laughs> uh, that's the name. It's spelled Bruh. C-O-X for anyone listening. But Dr. Cox says in one of the episodes, wrong, 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 wrong. I've seen that. Yes, we need to add that. Oh, that's a good one. I'll do that. Propano specifically. So we can just <laughs> press Propanos. the button every time we talk about White Castle. Can I have another hot take? Of course you can. We, I've already displayed my affinity for White Castle. Yes. However, comma. However, comma. White mana is better than White Castle. What's a white mana? White mana is a slider place in Hackensack, New Jersey. Places? I don't know. It is Literally. a place in Hackensack, yeah. New Jersey. Have you had this, Panos? I have not, but my uncle says it's very good, so I have yet to try. Panos, come on! God! Panos, come Panos, on! What? What did what I is do? The, what is you the said name you don't even uncle. eat all the good food in the world. Panos, you seriously? Because all the good food in your eyes has no taste. Wow! You guys were talking. I literally, I literally thought that we had just bonded over white nana. And now you do this, and you say that my taste is bad. I, I didn't say I don't your taste was you. bad. I'm saying Kenny's taste is bad. Okay, that's oh, fine. You don't offend the boss. That's fine. What I about mean, my taste? You said you like making fun of your newscaster, so might as well throw throw a shot while I Yo, can. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Panos. Yeah, baby. Send it back. Valid. I want to say that before I started screaming. I turned all the mics down. I forgot to turn my down. <laughs> and I just saw just full red. I apologize, um, Nate and Annabella. I don't think so. So it's okay. Nate's anyway, like yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, there's no way Nate's awake. I, I wouldn't expect him to. We've been talking about this for a while. So yeah, we should probably. We, I mean, we have to move on as much as I'm enjoying this conversation. Yeah, so we've everyone, talked about the McRib way too much. Uh, so let's do it if you want, but White Man is a very delicious slider place. Non-advertisement. In Trent's personal opinion. Yeah. Trent's personal opinion. Do it if you want or don't. We, we don't care. We don't care. Unless you're like Panos, who has taste. Yeah, Panos. Panos that was a close is, call. We're coming at you today, Panos. Panos. I'm waiting for the insult. Panos, the type I know of person. No, I told you guys. I said everything I had to say in my head. So. Panos <laughs> is the type of person to eat caviar and arts and chips. Yeah, well, to be fair. That, that's, did you just say too? Panos yeah. just said, Kenny, Panos just whispered to me, I can sleep at night knowing I gave it back to Kenny. That sounds about right. I'm scared. We're going to go to a song. A song's called Food. <laughs> Is this song actually called Food? Yes. Wow. <laughs> very, cool. very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Have you ever been yelled at this much at 8 a.m.? No, I have. Welcome to the show, Justin. Did you mute yourself again, Kenny? Yes, I did mute myself. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Someone get a trombone noise going. Do I have a do I have a bad sound do. effect? Justin. Um, oh, there he is. Hooray! Hello. Hello. Wait. We can't hear you, Justin. Oh. Try again. Try again. Uh, hello, hello. Try it again. Hello. Hey, I heard something. Hello, hello. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the show, Justin. So sorry Wait. about that. 
Yeah, it's technology. Okay. Anyway, tell us about right. the beginning of Montclair State Confessions. Where did it all begin? Um, this began, let's see, how long has it been? It's been a year. I think it's been a year now. A year and a couple months. Actually, we're about to go up on two years, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Whoa. So where did this idea come from? Where'd you... Um, well, it's no secret that like a page like this hasn't like this. I'm not the first to invent this. So yeah. I've seen um one of my friends goes to another school in New York and he found this page that like they had. And like I looked at it and I was like, we don't have one. And then I thought like it'd be cool, you know, to try to incorporate this idea for us and probably like take it a step further. And so like that's where really we came from. Yeah, well, that is was a great idea. I do follow the page. Um, most people I know, yeah, do follow so the like page. Most people, m most of my friends follow the page. Um, did you ever expect it to blow up though, like it did? Oh no, not a, like not even close. Like what, I thought. What kind of followers were you thinking you'd get? Like a couple hundred. I was thinking yeah. like a hundred fifty. <laughs> Instead, you got four thousand. Yeah, now we're close to four thousand. Whoa, that's insane. And the account Something in the brain. What was that? It said insane in the brain. Insane in the brain. The account, it's drawn a lot of attention, as we mentioned before, over this past year for the emergence of mental health issues coming up on the account. Was this the point of you starting it or not? Uh, not the main point, but I knew, like, eventually this, like, would have to get tackled. And, I mean, more avenues people can have to, like, talk about what they're going through because it's not an easy conversation. Because if it was, everybody would be having this conversation and there'd be no need for stuff like this. But unfortunately, yeah, like people true. don't want to like speak up and be open about things like this and what they're going through. I'm glad it's, you know, it is what it is because it's helping people come forward and talk about like some real issues. Yeah, that is very true. Uh, how do you think the students feel, uh, building off of that point, how do you think the students feel knowing that this is a safe place where they can anonymous, anonymous, uh, anonymously air out yes <laughs> it's i haven't had my coffee yet boys you gotta they can anonymously air out whatever it is they are feeling um i feel like they trust it because if they didn't trust it they wouldn't use it um i think that they are glad it's there but I don't know, like, I wish, like, I can have a chance to, like, talk to people and, like, really see, like, how they feel because I never really know. I don't know anybody. To me, everybody's just, a, like, everybody's just numbers. Like, you're, oh, your submission, 1,345, but I know nothing beyond that. Wait, I'm curious now. You said submission 1,345. Are there actually that many submissions? I uh, can bring up the exact number right now. Ooh, I'm intrigued. While you do that. Because I was thinking about this last night, how many people must, because when I was preparing for this interview, at, putting the questions down, I, I was, I was thinking it's got to be, because you have what, nearly 400 posts? And yeah, that's only the people who have been on. Yeah, everything, a lot of things kind of get filtered out, not too much, but like, you know, some things just have no place to be said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can uh, believe that. And some things, mainly the ones with mental health, they all should be said, in my opinion. And yeah, some of those are really heavy. Yep. Do you think when students see that they're not alone with their troubles, it helps push them in a better direction? Oh, I, like, absolutely. Ever since the first one, I forgot when it was exactly, but the first person that was, like, talking about, like, I, like, you know, thinking about, like, their mental health issues and how they, like, badly they were struggling and, like, the avenues they were leaning towards. 
after that post, the original, I got so many more. Like just talking about like, you know, how like much like their life sucks and like um like they're so unhappy here and this and I was like, wow, like off of one person like really showing that like like they're not alone. Like everybody's like clinging towards it and I'm glad to see that, you know, people can take other people's experiences and apply them to themselves and be able to speak out. Right. Well, it is very important to discuss mental health and I'm glad that you have an outlet for those people. But something I feel that I need to point out is that you are not technically a part of the psychology department or anything similar to that. Oh, how do you think this affects people when you send, uh, when they send confessions into your account? Because if you put the whole stigma, like psychology and like anything from like that department, it gets really serious. And like a lot of people who like need help don't really like looking for help or else they would have found help. So the fact that like I give off this like one of you type of like personality, like this vibe for people, it's a lot easier for them to relate to. And it's a lot easier to come to because like, you know, you're not putting the stigma of it's professional help. And like a lot of people don't like thinking that they need help. So it's just easier in my opinion. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I can't speak for Mike, but I imagine he would as well because it seems it, if I was in that case as well, I, I would see it as relatable just talking to another student, really. It's not supposed to be a platform for this is therapy. I, I have always looked at it as something more of just this is a page where people come together. It's community. And just in your opinion, what do you think people are afraid of about getting professional I'm, I'm, I'm sure there is no clear answer to this for anybody but what are your thoughts about it uh, my thoughts are that like once again like no one like in in life ideally no one wonder wants to like believe like truly that they need help like you know like the stages of grief like the last part is acceptance or is that the first part the first well one of them is acceptance and a lot of people yeah, that's the last one except the last one <laughs> And a lot of people, when it comes to like getting help, haven't like gotten to the point where they've accepted it, like that they need it. And it's like mental, like when you're battling with something mentally, it can throw you in a whole loop of what to believe and what not to believe. And finding that battle and like finally accepting that you need help is a like real main struggle part of that battle. And that's why, you know, it's hard for people to really accept that. Right. That is very true. Uh about something mentally it's gonna throw you through a loop but what do you have to say to those people out there who may be afraid to deal with their mental um i don't know how the best way to phrase it but mental health struggles maybe mental health struggles there we go obviously you know um any help like it doesn't even have to be like professional first start off like as close as you can there's got to be like a family member a friend, someone who, who you know like will have your back because you'll never know who to turn to in like a time of crisis. But just make sure you know you have somebody there because you're never alone. That's the worst part. Like the worst feeling is feeling alone. And like most cases, like most people aren't. They just like shell up and like only like keep to themselves, which makes it worse. But if you have somebody in your corner that you can talk to and, you know, kind of help you out, that's the beginning. Like that's, a, like that's the first step because then that can lead to other things. Maybe like if you need it, like seeking more professional help and uh, getting better down the line that route, but make sure you like you have someone. Yeah. And this is something that 
I'm sure it weighs a lot on you. It's it's got to be difficult just reading through some of these things and being the one to put them out there. While it's cathartic for those people to have that sense of belonging, it's still got to be pretty difficult to just know that there are people like that. And it, while, while there are lighthearted, funny confessions, there is this influx of a lot of problems going on. So how's the account affect you? Um, It just... It's like it's crazy to think how you can read five different experiences all going to the same school. Like you can, I can pick out five of the same majors and tell you they have having five different, like completely different experiences. One person could be having the time of their life. One person could be absolutely miserable, and they could be the same class, same major. And I find that like so confusing. Because like that like really shows you like you never know what someone's really going through, especially like when you come to college, like the whole outlook on college, especially like through like media, TV shows, like movies. Like when I was young, looking at college, it's like, oh, yeah, college, you're going to have fun. It's going to be like an extension of high school. We're going to have fun, do all these things. But no, like a lot of people are really out here struggling. Hmm. And it's like really sad to see. It is because uh, it's they never prepared it for you, especially in the movies and stuff. And uh, is it something that you've ever thought about the account uh, more specifically? Do you think it's ever been something that you've giving up uh, off the pressure that it is put on you? So like sort of stopping the account in general? Like to, to rephrase, do you think that you would ever give up the account due to the amount of pressure or weight that has been put on you because of it? Or do you think that you would continue it? Um. For all of my time here, I would like to continue it because like it, it right now, like it means a lot more than me. Like, yeah, it's like, I wouldn't even count it as pressure, but like, you know, some people do like look forward to like seeing like what's going on, like around with these posts, but I don't feel like it like it's any pressure, but I do think this page is above me now to the point where it's like, it really has created some type of like community to where people like are really coming together. And so even if I had to step away, I'm making sure it's in somebody else's hands who knows what to do and like follows the same vision as me. But like for something like this, a page of this like nature or something like this needs to keep going. I completely agree with you. So, and that brings us to our largest point really. And how do you think that Montclair State Confessions helps people be aware of that mental illness does exist and we need to talk about it? Um, because um nothing's really censored here like, like it's right there like if you want like and the fact that it's open to the public like if you like really want to see what's going on you can see it right here like nothing is going to be sugar-coated for you like i'm not going to keep anything serious behind closed doors like if you want to read this information here here it is that that makes a lot of sense and we're about to wrap up but our sportscaster trent would like to say something to you real quick Okay. Justin, <clears throat> excuse me, just wanted to say that um, I enjoy the page. And as someone who is a consumer, I've had a lot of conversations with my friends about it. And um, we have all agreed. I'll share with you. You give excellent advice, very real world. Um, just good advice, like practical advice that I think is healthy for people to hear that sometimes they need to hear. So good on you. Keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. 
Thank you. I really, I really appreciate that because you know, like, uh, once again, I don't really talk to and after every post goes up, like I don't really talk to anybody, so I don't know how it's really received, and um, I can't really go to like I can't really base it off comments or anything, so I don't really know like if what I'm saying is actually like helping or like sticks with anybody. I'm just hoping it does. Yeah, no, I literally have, was talking to somebody the other day where I said the advice on the comment or in the captions are always like spot on, and they were very much. In I agree as well. Anyway, thank you again, Justin, for coming on to the show. We really appreciate you talking to us about this. It's an important conversation to have. And you're also the first person I thought of when I wanted to start this student highlight thing. So thank you again. And we wish you all the best with the page. We're going to cut to a quick break. This one is about college radio. Every day across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air, broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say. Without it, (laughs) you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and college radio is that place for it. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. This is where we start out, you know, from getting all this great experience working in college radio, it makes you want to work in real radio. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do with not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now. More than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. He's a chip. Okay, kids, he said dad's like, gonna teach you how like to dance. 10 seconds and Spritz started speaking. Really? That's why I put in the chat. I said, like that said as a heads up, it's everybody. It's a great way to make a moment no. with your kids. Well, Visit Father. Because that's like, I didn't want to point them out. Brought to you by the like, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It's very, very subtle. It's very low key. Hey, what's up, dudes? You're listening to 9.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, where music stays cool. I'm a seagull on the beach getting a tan. And would you look at that? It's time for me to flip over. Gotta get the glutes nice and even. Oh, the sun on my feathers. This whole thing is to die for. Oh. But make sure you stay tuned to WMSC. We got more non-stop programming. This one missing man. Waiter, give me more mimosas. What are you listening. doing? I'm empty here. <laughs> oh, it's fucking morning. Is that really funny? Have a sound effect ready. We're just gonna call this segment hot take. Welcome back to WMSC. Woo! This we had, at least I had, I should say, a bunch of weird news stories planned. However, that has changed. Trent and Mike have both both requested of me that we just talk about what was it, hot takes and weird and uh, hot takes and nerd stuff. Nerd hot takes. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you but, ever uh, seen that show? I, I think it's called like... Hot Wings and Beer. This is our version. No, I introduced you to Hot Wings. No, no, I'm thinking of something ones, else. I'm thinking yeah. of something else. Um, Hot Ones is like my favorite YouTube. No, you told me about before that. Before we continue, you did. Don't tell we? Me about don't Hot we ones. have to do a newscast real quick? Nah, it's it's a half hour late. But yeah, sure, we can do it. Panos. All, right. All right. So first up in international news, a small passenger plane has crashed in the Italian city of Milan, killing all passengers on board. 
The New York Times reports that the plane was on its way to the island of Sardinia when it crashed into a building on the outskirts of Milan minutes after takeoff. The impact set a number of parked cars on fire, but the streets were deserted and no one on the ground was hurt. Among the casualties were two crew members and six passengers, one of them said to be a little boy. Next in national news, the suspect in the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting is set to face trial for a jail brawl that took place nine months after the incident. Nicholas Cruz is accused of assaulting accused of assaulting Sergeant Raymond Beltran while out on his while out of his cell for his one hour of daily rec time. Jury selection is set to begin Monday, and Cruz faces up to 15 years in prison if convicted of that assault. He still awaits trial for the for first degree murder, which he faces the death penalty or life without parole if convicted. And now on local news, a suspected burglar in Passaic County has died after being taken into custody by Patterson police for medical treatment. NewJersey.com reports that the man, who remains anonymous pending an investigation, allegedly walked on roofs and tried breaking into several homes Saturday. Little information was provided during a press release Sunday from the Attorney General's office, which investigates any death that happens during an encounter with police or while in custody. The man was taken to St. Joseph's Medical Center, where he was pronounced dead at 6.22 p.m. Sunday evening. Now into our weather update. So we're going to be expecting some muggy weather today with Mm -hmm. thunderstorms and a high of 72 degrees and a low of 60 degrees with a 70% chance of rain and winds of six miles per hour. We're also expecting a disgustingly high humidity level of 85% during the day and 89% at night. It's disgusting. Yeah, it is. This morning has not been fun. But on to more fun news. It's time for Nerd Hot Takes. Well, wait, wait, wait. I want to say, I will leave it up to Trent. Trent, would you like to do your sports cast again? Or would you like to start the, what was it, hot takes and nerd talk? We can give hot takes and nerd talk a swing. I gave, I gave it in the morning. For those who care, both the Giants and the Jets got overtime wins, first wins of the season. And Tom Brady beat Bill Belichick by a slim margin last night on Sunday Night Football. And the Eagles lost. Yeah. All is right in the world. Ding yeah, dong. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys like the sound effects a lot. It makes yes, me happy. Usually when I play them, people are kind of desensitized to them. They're just like, oh. No, it's fun. It makes it more fun. To exactly. It's so much better. Right, Panos? Yeah. See? He agrees. Was he, if you want Panos. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm going to take that back. I was going right. to play a mean <laughs> sound effect, but yeah. Because what? He says you don't have taste. Anyway, Superman oh, is the worst. Brother, this guy stinks. Excuse <laughs> you. Uh, I love you. So, so we're just starting with Superman. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're just starting. Just with, start, we're just trudging right in. We're not going to yeah, talk about start, anything no, new I and nerdy. Very media. much don't like okay. Superman. You very much don't like Superman. Yeah, I don't. Why? Because here's the thing. Okay. Here's I literally was having this thought like two nights ago Great when know. I was climbing into my Krypton. bed to begin no. slumbering. I thought, slumbering. I, I thought this conversation. Sure. Here's oh, the thing. I, I think it started because I was thinking about Joker and I enjoyed <laughs> the fact that Batman's like one of the greatest villains of all time is like, a, like doesn't have any superpowers. He's just a normal guy. That's crazy and demented Superman because of his powers 
can never have a villain like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I would I, I would respectfully disagree, but at the same time, the only really good Superman story I've enjoyed is Injustice, and that's with Joker setting him off and making him insane. I don't know enough about this to speak. I so, don't know superheroes. Just know that jo- just know that Superman is terrible. Superman is like the all-American. Well, I, I know just, who Superman he, is. He, it's everything. Like how how can how can someone? I I totally get it that when when comic books first came out, excuse me, when comic books first came out, it was a super cool thought to have this guy that could fly and could do it all. He is breathe fire and lasers and frost breath. Wait, and I like, thought Superman. Sorry, sorry. Frost when, when breath. When did he turn to a dragon? And mighty frost breath and laser eyes, and he can He's fly and he has super speed and super strength. Power. Like I thought he just like flew and was No, strong. he does like he does it all. Like dude really is literally so like if he can fly so fast that time goes backwards. See what she has done. I know that. It's not fun anymore. It's like you know how I, you I know how agree. do you guys watch anime? No, you know, oh no, we're getting into anime. No, no, now. here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Anime is an, is an excellent genre. I it's know not, it it's I'm not, it's not my saying go-to. it's not. I'm just laughing because we're talking about anime at 8 41 in the morning. We are. Here's the thing. Anime is sitting here like most anime get to a point where the protagonist becomes so overpowered that the villain has to become equally like it becomes like Titans fighting it out. And like, it kind of loses its luster when it gets to that point of the show because it gets to be too much. That's my beef with Superman is like, he's too much. Like Batman is a far more intriguing hero to me because of his lack of power. Thank you. I agree. That's your validation. what's your take on this before Trent starts yelling more? Okay. Um, I don't have enough to say on Superman because I personally haven't seen enough Superman to really know. What Come on, Panos! No, but listen. God! No, no, no. Hold on. I, Why? Going back to the anime thing, I have a question because I have to get this out of the way. Okay. Do you watch the sub version or the dub version? It depends on the show. Typically Which... sub, but... Full Metal Alchemist is better in dub. Which so is... am I like literally the only one that watches it in dub? Yes. Wait, yeah, because come every, on, Pono. Everyone's why Pono because I don't like reading subtitles. Oh no, uh, dude, no, no, no. But here's the thing: I don't even watch anime, so you're fine. I'm the same way. Well, you guys are missing out drastically on some killer voice acting, and it really ruins the show sometimes. I don't even I don't even watch anime, so I'm not saying the voice acting is good necessarily, but. I actually want to watch the show. I don't want to be sitting there reading a screen it gets and miss out on everything that the show is like actually. I showing. understand that, and that's everyone's like hesitancy at first. But you get to a point where you can consume it quickly, and then like still take in the scene. And also, when you think back on it, or like when you're taking it in, you're just you're like you're hearing those words with this person's voice like it it becomes second nature very quickly so my argument against that is i tend to have stuff on in the background i do i I can't consume tv or movies like that i can't because i'm insane here few shows that i can't 
That's Letter Kenny because I have to actually pay attention to what they're saying. To Letter so they, Kenny, they move too fast. They really Letter do. Kenny is the one show you that you can't no, not be distracted it's, it's, it's for. Any, it's, listen, 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 listen. It's also shows that I'm rewatching. I can I can put in the background, but yeah, shows that I'm watching the for the first time, I want to sit down and enjoy the media. Yes, okay. So like I'm watching, the, I'm watching The Sopranos right now on uh, HBO Max. And I'm enjoying it, but I I have to physically sit myself down. I can't. It's an event, right? It's, it's an event. I'm watching Freaks and Geeks too. Um, oh, excellent oh, yeah. show! Yes, That's it was. Good. It was. That's only one season. Panos, how do you feel about Freaks and Geeks? Haven't seen it, but sounds like a. Come on! Why? Panos! Panos! Literally! Come on, dude! Yeah, why are you guys yelling at me, bro? <laughs> so I'm funny. not. I'm yelling at the ceiling. That's what That's I'm so funny. Funny. Yeah, I'm trying to yell at the wall. <laughs> You're yelling at me to the, the ceiling. The whole reason I am. I'm just literally. Uh, we're just doing it to make jokes now. No, no, no. Yeah, if it makes you feel any no, better, it's it because you haven't seen Freaks and Geeks. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I just started this weekend because uh, our assistant office manager, Leslie, she was like, dude, you it, gotta watch this. She really said is. it repeatedly over to it me. It is. And I'm just it's, like, it's, fantastic. It's, Please it's, stop um, talking it's to me. It's Seth Rogen's first. Is it Seth Rogen? Yeah. Seth Rogen. It's James Seth Rogen's first film. He was like 18 when he started, and you can literally see him become a better actor from episode one to episode 18. It's true. You also. You also don't hear Seth Rogen's laugh yet. I haven't really, you know, the, uh, the classic. Seth Rogen is funny. Can I like I Seth say Rogen. Also, he seems like a chill dude. He does. He, you know, it seems even more chill. John Poveromo. That is very yeah, nice. That true. guy was cool. He was, he was really, I just want to kick back with him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have a show at the station called Kick Back with Keith. Just remind me of that. Yeah. But, um, Speaking of anime talk, uh, my friend Grace just texted. She's loving the anime talk. Oh, great. She's, Someone is. She said FMA is superior. So What's an off? FMA? Yes, yeah, no, it very much is. It's the best anime that I've ever seen, and I know that that's going to be a hot topic. It's because none of the characters were ruined throughout the arc. Um, there are no filler episodes in Brotherhood. It's an unbelievable show. And Kenny's just looking at the wall like, what is going on? Yeah. I've it's seen a, one it's anime. A, it's a what great anime? show. Erased? Never what? seen it. Isn't that, I, I know Yaz was talking about that. What if she? anyone has seen Dragon Maid, my brother, no, no, my friend recommended me. television. Uh, the animes I've watched are One Punch, My Hero, Dragon Ball, and Pokemon. My Indigo League is Indigo is League top slaps tier. though. Indigo League slaps. Indigo League is but top like, tier. Dragon Ball Z Kai that. has the best theme song. I've I have oh. not. Wow. Okay. Hold what? on. What? That theme that... song is everything though. Wait. See, Puddle Time Three. Out. Yes. Time no, out. That, that theme song is everything. Do not cue applause. Do the yeah. No. Do the yeah. Yes. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah, Anime baby. openings are the best part of the genre. They, Literally, the opening to a race was very good. Yes, and each season has a new opening for anime. Those who don't know, and some of those songs are absolute bangers. They're so good. That's all I have to say. That's probably my favorite. That's probably my favorite part of the genre. My brother actually is an anime voice actor. No way. No. Yep. Are you serious? I'm 100 percent serious. What is That's like that's like a bucket list. Nothing huge, but he's in some animes. He also makes his own games. Very cool, very cool. Really? Yeah. Like video games. Yeah. I tried doing that in middle school, and then the computer that I was on crashed, and I lost everything. <laughs> oh, I was no. building, like, an app. It was, like, a two-dimensional Mario-type, like, oh, like, yeah, like yeah, side-to-side. No! It, no! was, it was absolutely heartbreaking. I, no! built, I made my own sprites 
to go into the wow. game. Like it was, hey, I was wait, very. So you far. actually had a lot. Yeah, no, like oh. it was. I was deep, and then I lost everything. That's a trombone noise, Did, Kenny. That's not a yeah. yeah. I thought he wasn't that far. That no, was, I was yeah, very. He was far. very far. Did you ever try to remake it? Oh God, no. Because I didn't have access <laughs> to a computer for a really long time, and now I wouldn't even know like where to start. One day I will make a game though. It's, will, it's on my bucket list. Good as the Witcher oh yeah. Oh, as Witcher? No, it'll be it'll be as good as Gwent. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I love Gwent. Yeah, it'll be great. Gwent slaps. For those of you who don't know what Gwent, know what Gwent is, is, it's a mini game inside of one of a, a really great game. It's literally like it's, a it's a mini game. Exactly what he said. It's a mini game inside of like a game of the year, and I basically spend most of my time playing that game inside of this. There's 40 hours of content in the main game. I spent about a hundred hours just six, playing yes, Gwent. Yes, it's bad. Yeah, it's a fun. Game. It's a card game where it's, you have siege weapons, ranged tr- units. It's Yu-Gi-Oh, but medieval. it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, no, it's Yu-Gi-Oh, but it's medieval Yu-Gi-Oh. And it's incredible. Yu-Gi-Oh. What? I never played Yu-Gi-Oh. My friend, shout out Frank, shout out Hoff, <laughs> Young Money Hoff. Um, no, my buddy Frankie showed me how to play Yu-Gi-Oh over the summer i learned it in like one night Yu-Gi-Oh is a lot of fun i kind of yeah. wish that i got i learned and got into it was that I was also younger. a show it was also a show i have never seen the literally show. it's all right we need to sell this toy how do we sell this toy let's make an anime about it really i mean it worked for pokemon ready pokemon yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, bakugan beyblade i can keep going wait hold on bakugan that was where you rolled the thing i never yes. heard of a bakugan until two years ago Really? Kenny! Right, can we know. all yell at Kenny? God, Kenny! Kenny! Why? Panos, join in! Panos, you have yeah, to yell why? at Kenny! Panos, that was a very weak yell. Yeah, I know. Because Panos, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in no mood deep to yell breath. Right Deep breath. Deep breath. Deep breath in. From the diaphragm. Kenny! There, there you go! go. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> it was better. Yeah. It was better. It was better. I'll I mean, give, I didn't want to scream and end up breaking the mics. So. That's why. That's, that's why I rolled back. Because yeah, I can scream much. That's why I they can... back up and I turned down the mics about yeah. 50 decibels. Because yeah. we don't want Nate to come in here and be like, "Yo, I love the anime talk," but or worse, Annabella. Oh, if Annabella shows up, I... hi Annabella, if you're listening, I hope you have a great morning. I know we're talking about nerd stuff, the but I really don't care. She's not understood a word. <laughs> I know. What's the ironic thing? But anyway, I discovered what Bakugan is two years ago. I never heard about it. it. Was or, oh no, so... no, no, not Bakugan. No, I knew that. I meant, I meant to say Beyblade. Okay, that's uh, fair. Beyblade had a. Did you ever like see like the Ninjago Beyblade? I, oh yeah, I, 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 I remember they used to Beyblade. do that. I was never a Ninjago guy. I feel like if it came out like maybe five to seven years earlier, I would have been all over that. You know what's a great Lego set though? What? Wait, as you're thinking of that, can I just say, I bought, I, so I had COVID last Halloween. I caught it after I remember. Halloween. Yes, because we were on the buzz. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So after I healed and like, but it was too soon to like, for me to be comfortable to hang out with friends because like, don't get people sick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. Of course. I went to the mall. <laughs> I already like where this I is going. I went to the mall. I went, went to, to the, the Lego mall. store oh. and I bought the Cantina oh. from the Star Wars. It was the last set in the store. Oh. I bought the Cantina and I watched like 
five days of Star Wars straight and just built the cantina, and it was an that amazing time like in life. sounds like a great five days. It was unbelievable. So now there's a Lego cantina in my oh, room. I'm just awesome. flexing now. I get you it. Should. You get it. You're yeah. flexing. Uh, the Lego set that has me intrigued the most is two, because uh, I was Lego shopping last week after the buzz. Yeah, um, as you should. Of course. Well, it's because I, I want to – there's a ship in a bottle. I saw it on Amazon, and it, it looks really cool. Like Jenny, A Lego ship in a bottle? Pull up a picture. Yes, it's a Lego ship in a bottle. Is it a, is it a real bottle? No, or it's not a real bottle. bottle. It's a plastic bottle. And then there's also a Lego, a, a newer, newly released because Seinfeld is now on Netflix, which I watched. Really? Yeah, Seinfeld's on Netflix. I might actually watch it now. I've it never is. ever watched a single What's episode the of deal Seinfeld. With airlines? I knew a guy. He was. Uh, I can't say that. That's actually really mean. I'll tell you guys later. Okay, but um, <laughs> there's a Lego <laughs> Seinfeld set now. Where it's like really? the main, yeah. So what wait, wait, I, what why I is it now that it's on Netflix? It's on like, like I don't know. They just I think there was always a plan to do it. I think they just released it because they did Friends. They've done Seinfeld. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping they do two other sets. Wow. They do Cheers, and they Cheers do. Cheers is a great show. And they do It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If they do It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Lego set, uh, you can have my money. I don't care what the price is. Like that. I is. actually really want to buy this. this also, letter ship in a bottle. If they do a letter Kenny Lego I, set, I, I pulled up the ship in a bottle for look you. Look, I see that. How see, much does that run for? Can you click the link? Running for seventy dollars. Yeah, it's wow. about seventy bucks. Um, so everyone, my my birthday is in March. My birthday's in May. If you want to be my new best friend and get it for me, mine is first. Neither so. of these Mine's are. July. I just neither passed. of these are advertisements. By the way, we're just we're just really broke. <laughs> yeah. Look at that old fishing store. Exactly. Wait, guys, it's kind of like low key a bucket list item of mine to like but there's build the an entire. Set. It should be the first picture. To build an entire like you know how they have like Lego City. Yeah. I want to build a Lego City. Oh. Like, have you ever seen the Lego Movie? Yes. That's my dream. Basically. So you want to be Will Ferrell? Yes. Okay. I, like, in at all times, I want to be Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell is like one of my favorite awesome. actors ever. He's the goat. Honestly, <laughs> I just kind of want to hang out with Will Ferrell for, yeah, for a day. That'd be awesome. Oh, that would be the greatest day of my life. Step Brothers. Do you think that he's like as goofy, funny in real life? I feel like that's a switch. Like, Eric Andre is actually, like, a very cool, common, collected person Yeah, in in real life. Despite the fact that he's, like, trying to deliver have a you pizza seen, ball. Have you seen him at the, um... Mike, the were art. you there for that movie note we did with the Eric Andre movie? No, I wasn't. Oh, that one's so funny. Bad trip? That one. Yeah, wow. you were working that night. Excellent movie. See, it was so funny. You don't funny. do movie nights on Mondays. I can't work. I recommended that my oh, no, professor watch that, not remembering the zoo scene. And I was very worried that the next week I, she would come in and be mad. But she was like, what a great movie. It was so funny. And I was like, it's funny. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's a very funny movie. I, I instantly, yeah. re- an instant regret. I like, thought I'd hate it. Sort of recommendation of the show to sort of build off of that point. Sure. Was I re- uh, Kenny, you'll find this funny. I recommended Letterkenny to Annabella. And if you've seen an episode of Letterkenny, you will know that it's it is very dry. predominantly a guy show. Oh, 100%. It is definitely, like, I have a friend, she loves watching it with me because she can't understand it, but at the same time, she's like, this is a guy show, why did you recommend this to Annabella? You know, she would hate it. But I think, I I don't know, I don't know, I feel like she'd like it, I feel like it's, it's, it's very funny. You know, it's a guy show that's really funny, The League. Have you ever seen The League? That has, who does that have? I know that off the top. Uh, Nick Kroll. 
No, it's in the league. someone else. That guy's in Big Mouth. He yeah. made Big Mouth. Yeah. He makes Big Mouth. Uh, I think there's a new season. Big Mouth out, season yeah. five coming out. I'm very excited. Not an advertisement. Not dude. an advertisement. We're Big just Mouth talking is, about it. Big Mouth is one. There are a few shows that I drop everything and, like, binge. So Big Mouth is one of them. I, I have grown out of touch with Big Mouth. How can you grow out of touch with Big Mouth? And it's, it's not, Please elaborate, it's, it's because that doesn't that I compute. don't dislike the show. I think everyone is putting a lot of effort into it, but there's some moments where I'm just like, why is this on screen? And it's gotten to the point where I feel That's just... Fair. I'm, Such I, as? I, I, I just, we'd be fine by the FCC for days if I were to list the moments. Fair. So I would just say there are some moments where I go, okay, why am I actually putting the time and effort into watching this show? I have never once thought that. Big Mouth is a for crowning jewel of of television. You in... know what is a crowning jewel of television? BoJack Horseman. Everyone can... BoJack is a great show. Here's the thing. Here's my... Panos, what's your opinion? Who, which is better? You gotta pick one. Just because I've only watched Big Mouth and Big Mouth. Thank you. Nice. Why? Nice. Yes, Panos. Thank you, Panos. Th- this is all I'll say on BoJack. I was consuming BoJack when I was in a rough place mentally. That's literally the only time you consume BoJack. And BoJack I'll will. See, I was, I was vibing. BoJack will kick you when you're down. Like, it do does not, not do not watch BoJack if you're struggling it with any kind of mental illness. Care. Because it will literally kick you in the teeth and spit on you. Like, Big Mouth. And you don't want to be kicked in the teeth by a horse. No, you don't. No. Great show. Or spit on oh, it's a great show. Will Arnett great show. an just, amazing performance. Yep. But just know what you're getting into. Yeah. So Panos, what are your thoughts on Big Mouth? Well, well, I'm gonna get slandered. Oh boy. Most likely. But you I've only like I've only seen like one episode of okay, it. Okay, that's And fine. what were your Panos? Because I'm no, ho- I'm not no, yelling at I'm Pano. horrible at getting into new shows. I, I like that's I can't why. do I it. Like I cannot get into a new show alone. Like it has to be with someone. So I haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't gotten into very many new shows. Don't <laughs> That's a fair reason. That's not a fair reason. That is a fair reason. It's a good show. It's no, it's a listen, great show. Thank you. Listen, Thank you, I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm just saying that's a fair reason not to get into something. You need the motivation to. If there's I don't no know. motivation there, then there's no need to watch Sometimes it. Sometimes you gotta right. take a leap. I take that back. Yeah, I got you, homie. I may yell at you all the time, but I got you. I take it back. Anyway, Good. Big Mouth is really, really funny, and you can watch it if you want to. But yeah, yeah we're not, we're not encouraging I didn't know it was coming anything. Out next month. Is it next month? Yeah. It's, yeah it oh, up. nice. No, is it November? It is. is it, I looked it up. That's oh. so great because we're gonna be like home for Thanksgiving, maybe, probably. Probably not. And then I'll be able to binge it. Most likely. I just big need some Big Mouth, mouth in my life. Release. Can you look up Letter Kenny season ten, by the way, please? I can Thank in you. a second. Friday, November 5th. Yeah. So that means it'll be right around midterms. That means Ooh. that Ooh. you can come back we need on that. the Monday Ooh. and talk about it. Is that on the board? Ooh. It's not on the board. No. The we, need to, uh, we need to redo the whole board Ooh. one day, Kenny. You and me. We do, but there's Ooh. a problem. There, we, we can talk about that. I've tried Ooh. adding things. It, it's Ooh. a very involved process. Oh. Trent. We get it. You like Roblox, no, but there's some. No, that is not Roblox. Listen, sir. listen. I know that's, that's I know that's Minecraft. But oh. to the viewers at home, oh. it sounds like something completely different. I think it sounds like Minecraft. I think it's a spot. You're not on. doing a very good Minecraft impression. I will say that. Is it not? It's. It was making me think of something else that we can't say online. <laughs> do the Minecraft tip. No, don't. We that's don't it. have the time. All right, I'll do it for you. 
Cool. No, <laughs> that, that actually wasn't that bad. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. I thought it was pretty good. Huh. And when you die, oh, today's show is chaos. <laughs> King's chaos. That's on tomorrow, actually, Goodness. not today. Well, still, too nice long. try, though. I tried. You did try. You did try. I, well, did. I was, I was very punny. You are right, though. It is on ninety point three WMSC, WMSC Upper, Upper Montclair. It is on that station, just as we are, and just as this show will be tomorrow, because we're leaving. Right. That is Bye. correct. Goodbye. Have a good day, everybody. Goodbye, people and everybody. I don't Panos. know what I'm saying. Panos, any last words? Oh yeah, Panos, come on. Any last minute advice? Leave the people with something inspiring. Yeah. All right, something inspiring. There you go. He's got a point. Panos! Panos! Come on! Get on! 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. You're listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, the voice of Montclair.